Blog Talk Radio. and the danger 
the danger of commercial foods, and much more. But the most important lesson learned in this book is the concept of holistic health. African holistic health is also written from an African-centered viewpoint and appropriately condemns European commercialism and people of European descent as well as people of African descent will find this book is a key to healing their bodies and their spirits. So all people, regardless of nationality and ethnicity, can use the African holistic health as a reference guide in having a healthy life. Before I go any further, I'd like to just share with you the fact that uh, I uh, have to uh, share with you the fact that I'm involved with quite a few products which assist my wife and I and the rest of our family with maintaining our health. And one of those products is known as Shia Vita, which is a unique blend of premium exotic fruits and botanicals, which has um, ingredients like the acai berry that is called the white wine or the wine of the Amazon and the yerba mate tea, which is like a green tea from the Brazilian rainforest, which is also the national drink of four South American countries. And this drink, named Chiavia, is designed to enhance whole body wellness and to bolster the immune system and to quickly increase energy and to support weight management by boosting metabolism and controlling appetite as it assists in leveling one's blood sugar for those of you who have diabetes and may know someone who's suffering from diabetes type 1 and 2. Uh, this can be a beneficial drink to, to consume. Just to mention a few of its benefits. Uh, and within minutes of drinking uh, Chia Vida, just one or two ounces, I may add, Chia Vida delivers a surge of soothing, sustained energy that lasts for hours and not minutes. Along with greater mental clarity and focus and a feeling of calmness and well-being, this is an energy surge without the sugar rush, without the infendra or any other type of uh, ingredients that are in these uh, energy drinks that are proliferating our community as of late. So you don't have the jitters and, and the crash and burn or other harmful side effects that many of the products can produce. So Chia Vita is a natural, delicious function, health beverage that most people feel results in a very short time and subsequently you want to drink it over and over again without being overdosed, as it were. So to get more information about this, um, this beverage, please go to my website, which is healthisalwayswealth.com. Again, I repeat, that's healthisalwayswealth.com. And you can also call me at my toll-free number at 888-338-2508. Again, I repeat, that's 888-338-2508. Uh, this evening's portion of the show will cover the area which is noted as music and speaking sounds within the African Holistic Healing Health Manual. Dr. Africa shares with us the fact that music is used to calm patients in hospitals and simulates sexual arousal and to get shoppers in the mood to spend money, and as well as excite crowds at football and basketball games, and at this time of the year here in the Western Hemisphere for baseball games and, and soccer, and just a host of um, games and uh, endeavors like concerts that cause us to be excited and to provide pleasure. Also, music is used at in some cases, to communicate to soldiers in battle and in rituals and ceremonies and festivals, dances and religious rites, African chants, which can now be interpreted as what's attracted and very popular in, in our young community of the rap culture. You have rap songs, which are used to motivate us in various ways. 
back when we were first, our ancestors first came to this land as slaves or as captured warriors, it was used to motivate us to work. So you had what they called slave work songs. And African rhythms and harmonies were sung by, sung for religious songs and stress or emotional release and also to tell a story. African melodic and rhythmic form is present in the blues and in jazz. Actually, that's the same thing. Jazz is, blues is jazz. The rhythm for African dance music is in three, and this is based on the beats of the heart. Africans count three beats. One for the heart vowels, open, is the first beat. And second, when a heart vowel, when a heart pauses actually, is the second beat. And the third is when the heart vowel closes, representing the third beat. Again, I repeat that. The Africans count three beats. Number one, the heart vowels open. That's the first beat. And then when the heart pauses, that's considered the second beat. And the third is when the heart vowel closes for the third beat. The Europeans count only the beats heard and not the rest or the pause in between the beats that are heard. They counted two, while Africans count in three. And this causes Caucasians, for the most part, to be out of step when attempting to dance to Afrocentric music. Music holistically affects crystals, colors, metals, oils, food, incense, and internal organs. Musical notes holistically heal this eases of the spirit, mind, body, and organs. Specific music notes can be emphasized in a song in order to heal an organ. The original scales and harmonies of the so-called blues have been acknowledged as African. The natural tune instruments of many tone varieties are African. The Caucasian piano is merely a harp that is mechanically hit by drumsticks, hammers, when the fingers touch a piano key. And the African drum language was stolen by the Caucasians called the Morse code. This language rhythm or pulses became the telephone and computer. The oldest instrument in the world is the African harp, some 2,500 years BC, which usually had 22 strings of differing note tones. In any case, the harp's had complex tonal system, complex harmonies, and required a written musical notation language, while the Caucasian seven-note scale indicates a static and primitive music language. The contemporary tempered tune instruments are a European device to make music sound more mechanical, left-minded, and civilized Caucasian. Ironically, classical European music is also African, in fact, the first Philharmonic Euro-classical Euro orchestra in Africa was formed by blacks in New Orleans before the, world, before the war of 1812. And many of the slaves were hired out as musical entertainers. The African slaves were educated in African schools of music before coming to the Americas. And what is called classical music is a denatured African music. Some of the history of African harmonies in Euro-American jazz music is in the book The Blues Man by S. Charters. And the only new art form is jazz. The pioneers in this music are Louis Armstrong, Charlie Parker, and John Coltrane. Now, African music is derived from a holistic Ma'at cultural foundation. Music is culturally confined and a language of culture. Music is culture. And Caucasians without a knowledge of and respect for African culture cannot truly understand African music. Music, African as well as European, is not a universal language. For example, Caucasians cannot distinguish the difference 
between a happy or a sad African rhythmic pattern and melody. And consequently, Caucasians label all fast African melodies or rhythms as happy music. There are sad blues and fat with fast rhythms and happy blues with slow rhythms. And musically, Caucasians do not understand or appreciate all their own cultural music. Most Caucasians do not understand other Caucasians' ethnic music or classical European music. European music is not universally understood by Caucasians. And music transmits and translates a culture. It is a language of a culture. It is not a universal language any more than Bantu, the language, is a universal language. Music is culturally confined, and music sounds are another form of healing energy. And music centers the human body by way of the skin, eyes, ears, and foods. The healing notes can be sung, played on a musical instrument, or heard. Now, I know what Dr. Africa states from what I just read and shared with you, that music is not a universal language. But I'm sure there are many of you, and myself included, who may tend to differ that there is a universality in terms of the language of music if one is in tune with oneself and if one has an open heart. Now, you might not be completely adept at interpreting all of the nuances, as it were, but at times you are able to render some type of uh, connection with the music as opposed of a country or the, uh, the uh, people of a country and the community by the suggestive rhythms and nuances of tones and harmonies and, and cadence and so forth. But again, I am a musician, I'm a drummer, and I'm an African drummer and jazz drummer, so I may have somewhat of a bias uh, from the many years that I have been a musician and, and, and a student of music, and I will never cease to be a student. And I'm always open for another uh, mindset and an interpretation of reality as it, as it may be. So again, all the things that I share with you are coming from a perspective of give and take and a level of critical, uh, critical thinking, as it were. I also would be remiss if I didn't mention the fact that, um, of course, I'm not a medical doctor, and I'm not here to recommend any uh, treatments or make any diagnosis. But what I'm here to do is to share information about the health practices of my family, myself, and how we engage and uh, treating ourselves and, and nurturing ourselves. And I suggest that before trying anything new, especially anything that you may hear on the show, uh, that you consult with a licensed medical practitioner. And that being said, um, I hope that, again, that you visit my site at uh, healthisalwayswealth.com regarding the product I mentioned earlier in the show, Chia Vida. I also have another uh, website which is named drumsofchange.com. And at that site, you would uh, be able to purchase the book that I'm reviewing, uh, African Holistic Health by Dr. Africa, as well as other books that I've reviewed in previous shows and also books that you might have an interest in purchasing uh, just under your own uh, interest. Please. Uh, visit my drum site, uh, drumsofchange.com, and I have a bookstore there that uh, may have uh, the book that you're looking for, especially the books that I review, at reasonable price, and some of them uh, at reduced uh, cost, some 50% or more, including shipping. Uh, and then we have some books that are used, but actually they're labeled used, but they're practically new, and they may be obtained for anywhere from a dollar to five, less than ten dollars, including shipping. So I highly recommend that you take a visit to my site at drumsofchange.com. As well as there are drums, I have a drum store which you can purchase drums. And the nature of, of my site is that um, going back some 30 years ago, uh, maybe well about 35 years ago, at my godson's school. Um, 
the great late Ozzie Davis was a keynote speaker at a fundraiser for my uh, son's school. And uh, I had a band at the time that uh, formed. We were um, uh, um, hired to perform for the occasion. And I had no idea that uh, Ozzie Davis was going to be the guest speaker until we got there. And, of course, I was delighted to meet him. That was the first time of my having the pleasure of meeting him. And um, he surprised all of us because what he stated was that he was not there to talk about himself and his wife, his lovely wife, Ruby D, and the career, the awesome career that they had. But he wanted to talk about the drum. And very briefly, to fast forward, what he had shared with us was that he felt that the drum had to be um, brought back into the African household. Uh, he stated that that was the first thing that was taken from us. As you recall earlier, I mentioned the fact that Dr. Africa uh, was talking about how the drum language was stolen by the Europeans, by the Caucasians in Europe. And they used what they, they interpreted, the beats, the rhythms of the drum, and developed the Morse code. And this language rhythm of pulses became the telephone and the computer as a way of communicating, which we use now um, in terms of our current techno technological advances. So he stated that for us to really go back to experience the essence of Sankofa, that we needed to really consider, consider seriously of having a drum in every household. I know it was fashionable for everyone to, for more so as a, as a status, but more so too, so that we could uh, have a cultural orientation within the family and to inspire, especially the children, to learn how to play an instrument. And the piano was one of the main instruments that you will find in a, in a household. Um, but now, it is my uh, belief and conviction that we need to spread the word, each one, reach one, teach one, and inspire each other to have a drum in each and every home of those of us of African descent, and to have at least one uh, person in the family, and starting off with a child, preferably, because they can absorb and really you know, take in the time to go through the training and what have you to uh, learn how to play the drum and to become the designated drummer so that in any major event within the home, within the family, within the community, that there will be a designated drummer to perform, to be involved with ritual from the birth of a child to the transition of an elder who becomes an ancestor, to marriages, to weddings, to uh, celebrations of Earth Days and birthdays, and um, any major event, graduations, uh, on and on, and for prayer, especially during the holidays, during Kwanzaa, in the New Year, and those who uh, practice um, acknowledging the solstice, as it were. And I'm uh, developing a plan right now so that indeed we will have certain times in which we will have designated times for us to unite um, globally to perform uh, drum ritual. So again, uh, please go to my website at drumsofchange.com and at the bookstore you will be pleasure, uh, pleasingly supply, surprised rather, to see that we have drums from countries in West Africa, such as Ghana, Senegal, Nigeria, and a host of other countries. But those are the major three countries, I think, that the drums are, are crafted from, uh, are made by craftsmen of those countries, rather. And some of them as low uh, as $29, including shipping, are available. Excellent craftsmanship. And we also have other instruments that you can obtain at the site uh, from Africa. So again, I thank you for uh, your indulgence, and hopefully you can spread the word 
and, and we can reach the goal of having um, every household of those of us of African descent to have a drum. And also, it provides an opportunity to have a conversation about Africa, about our rich history, about the, the various African uh, traditions, as it were, especially for the elders in the community or in the family to have this conversation with the young ones, with the babies, with the youngsters, so that there can be more of a, um, of a connection, as it were, spiritually and emotionally and psychologically, and needless to say intellectually, around the history of us as African people. In, in other words, our story as it being translated and interpreted via the African drum. So at this point, I'm going to take a short break, and I'll be back with you momentarily, and please stay tuned. goes on to state that the African music is derived from a holistic Ma'at cultural foundation. And music is culturally confined and a language of culture. Music is culture. And Europeans without a knowledge of and respect for African culture cannot truly understand African music. He's saying that not 100%, all of them, but most, the high percentage of them do not. And music in Africans as well as European is not a universal language, 100%. For example, Caucasians cannot distinguish the difference between a happy or a sad African rhythm pattern or melody. Consequently, Europeans label all fast African melodies or rhythms as happy music. There are also sad blues and fast rhythms and happy blues with slow rhythms. And musically, Europeans do not understand or appreciate all of their own music. And I guess he says that in, within terms of those, say, for instance, in the United States who live down south, they like um, what they call uh, folk music, and um, perhaps maybe they might like spirituals. But when you play classical music, they might frown upon it. And this is something that comes from Europe. And of course, as he stated earlier, uh, Africans were the first one actually to come to uh, compose classical music. And there's and none in this section of the show, but uh, there's there has been theories that uh, very famous composers and musicians such as Beethoven and Bach and Chopin, uh, that these were men of African descent. And uh, that's something that I'm going to do more research with, uh, on rather, and share the findings with you in future shows. Now, he goes on to state about the effects of musical notes. Uh, the letter D is for digestion and assimilation. This eases involving the lungs and the respiratory system. And then G stimulates tranquility, peace, eliminates infections, and increases immunity. The letter C affects blood disease and purification. 
And the letter E also deals with purification and assists in healing diabetes, intestinal, and bowel diseases. The letter B affects the nervous systems, eye and brain injuries, and insomnia. And the letter F, the nervous system, the circulatory system, and heart. And the letter A, diseases of the eye, ear, nose, dental, and emotional disorders. And then he illustrates the, new, the neutral note, which is a treatment of all injuries and diseases. And then musical notes for the weekdays. Musical notes have optimum days for radiating energy. And the predominant music note for each day of the week is as follows. Sunday, letter D, Monday, letter G, Tuesday, C, Wednesday, E, Thursday, B, Friday, F, and Saturday, A. And then he goes into a classification called the action of music notes. The action of music depends upon whether music notes are classified by the male principle, concentrated, contracted, like the sun, or the female principle, expanded like the sky in outer space. And these two actions have specific notes. The male principle contracted is the letters C, E, and D. The female principle expansive is the letter G, B, and F. And then we're dealing with speaking sounds, music and phonics, the vibrations of the ear, chest, sinus cavity, and organs can have healing properties. In the body, the sound of spoken letters is heard and then turns into an electrical signal and then into a chemical that has a healing, emotional, and spiritual effect. Inhale deeply and slowly fill the lungs and excel, exhale slowly while pronouncing a letter. A, healing the lymphatics, the lymphatics and digestions. R, respiratory system. Ha, heart, gallbladder, and liver. Ka, pineal, kidney, bladder, and sex organs. E, pineal, pituitary, and nasal passage. O, pancreas, and spleen. And U, the stomach, large, and small intestines. Now we're going to get into a little bit of African music theory. He states that black and Africans hear and sing and play music superiorly because the high amount of melanin in the inner ear bones and greater bone density and in the melanated hair of the cochlear receptor. The high amount of melanin causes the African ear to absorb more sound, overtones in the sound. The African scales start on a high note and end on the low. And this is owing to the anatomy of the body. The breath makes a high sound coming into the body and a low sound leaving the body. The African scales follow the laws of the body breath. African scales focus on the heart's rhythm and the heart rhythm in three beats as the second beat is silent. And whites do not count the silent beat. And as a result, they dance out of rhythm to black music. They dance in two beats while that blacks dance in three beats. African instruments were traditionally naturally tuned, all notes different. While European instruments are temper tuned, all notes such as the note A are the same, cycle per second, varying only in pitch. So musical scales descending consists of five notes and omit the fourth and seventh interval of African diatonic, a European diatonic scale, and also the third. He also states that the third and fifth notes are partial overtones and, and not found in a temper-tuned European piano. African singers and instrumentalists use these notes. The European minor scale with lowered flatted fifth is nearest to the African scale and can have a flat ninth and augmented eleventh note. 
And there are no major minor scales in African music, just a communal type of scale, a marriage of the European major and minor scale, C major combined with C minor. So I know that many of you may not be musicians, and this might be something that you've heard for the first time, but all of this is basic science of sound. And now I think that you might be able to incorporate a little, somewhat of a, a little bit of critical thinking and saying, well, this is interesting. If I walk into a church or any spiritual environment, I'm going to hear a certain type of music as opposed to if you walked into a nightclub, you're going to hear another type of music with different notes, different scales, different tonations. And of course, as I said earlier in the book, these have an effect on various aspects of your body. For digestion, dis-ease, being in a state of dis-ease, being in a tranquil state, peaceful state, thusly eliminating infections and increasing your immunity capacity, not having blood disease and having a purification process emanating from your body from hearing certain sounds as opposed to having intestinal and bowel diseases and, and even acquiring a, a illness of diabetes, having a nervous system affected, eye and brain injuries and insomnia, dental diseases, emotional disorders. So this becomes exacerbated if you happen to be self-medicating with alcohol and other drugs if you happen to be engaging with unhealthy sexual alliances, taking in another person's energy, or giving your energy to someone who is not appreciative and not, and not um, uh, do your energy because of the fact that there's a toxic relationship that you have and not sincere one. And there's no love and respect between the two. And understanding that indeed uh, there is a process of healing by going through a level of abstaining and meditation and prayer and ritual. And when you do practice intimacy, that you are eating the right foods, thinking the right thoughts, being reverent, having a relationship with the Most High, with the deities, with your guardians. And indeed, understanding that music is always being experienced. If you're just dealing with the beat of your heart, when we're in our mother's, um, inside of our mother, in her stomach, we're first hearing the beat of her heart as we develop the capacity to hear. And there's a rhythm that is intrinsic, intrinsically embedded within our psyche. So we have to be very careful about the music that we play, that, that we, the music that we allow ourselves to listen to, that is performed in our presence, and we have to share this knowledge. And I suggest that you purchase books such as African Holistic Health and other books that are written by people such as Dr. Africa so that indeed you can assimilate this knowledge and information so that it can make your life a more uh, pleasurable one and a holistic one so that you're dealing with your higher self as opposed to lower self. Too many of us have been conditioned to believe that we're living a natural life. But many of us are living on, in lower self vibration, lower self energy, and we have to go through a process of purification and getting rid of that energy and retuning, resetting ourselves, defragmentating, cleaning that disk, as it were. And you can only do that by having a healthy lifestyle, starting with eating the right food, taking in proper nourishment, 
We're going to take another short break before we come back for our last portion of the show. Please stay tuned. Psychosocial perspectives, as it were. 
And then, of course, you had those in the African, those of us of African descent, who would not any, without any hesitation, if not beat, they would threaten a child and say, if you keep this up, I'm going to have you go outside in the backyard and get a switch. You know, my experience was that I was abused as a young boy by my stepfather because he had no understanding. And one of the reasons I conjectured, I thought of the reason was because of his lack of knowledge of what was called, what's known as the terrible twos and terrible threes. Being that he was my stepfather, he, he came into my life when I was perhaps in, 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 in two or three years of age, I think I was, if I'm not mistaken. And, uh, of course, you have what you call the Oedipus complex and the Electra complex. The Oedipus complex meaning that the, the baby boy has an attachment to his mother. And, of course, if there's a father figure there, then there's even more of an attachment. And then if you have a man that comes into the home, then, of course, there's going to be a problem, especially if the man is not respectful of the children, child, or the mother. So what you have here is a situation where um, this fast forward to today, 2014, you have boys, for the most part, and young men, who acquire weapons, primarily guns. And the way they settle an argument is not beating the antagonist or the so-called enemy, but by wanting to really cause bodily harm to the point that the person actually die by being shot by a gun. So, again, we need to not take this lightly. There are many of us who've been bamboozled and hoodwinked, as our brother Malcolm El-Hazmarik Shabazz shared with me many years ago, many of us, actually, who read the autobiography of Malcolm X and other books that he wrote and actually had the, the, the honor and, and privilege of hearing him speak in person, or at least through video and recordings, that we have been bamboozled. There's an old saying my wife shares with me quite a bit, we share with one another, that the, the practice of doing something over and over again, doing the same thing and expecting different results, is a sign of insanity. So we have this individual or collective insane notion that we can practice, such as what I just got finished reading and sharing with you from uh, the section of uh, African Holistic Health, violence and children, beating, hitting, and spanking children. Children do what they are taught, what they see, and what they feel. Children do not care how much you know. They, they are concerned with how much you care. And you care, with, you show love by not beating a child unless you're trying to save it and keep it out of harm's way, but you, you use your sophisticated level of awareness and incorporate the means of teaching the child lessons by punishment, by control, by taking away privileges and other means of persuasion and dissuasion. So all intelligent thinking stops the moment violence begins. Violence is the beginning of social ignorance in solving problems. And we find this happening also when we're on the job force, People play the dirty dozens, gossip. All of these are subliminal ways and subtle ways, passive ways of exhibiting, exhibiting violence towards one another, trying to get the end result of some type of control and some type of, a, of an effect, usually a negative effect. So the European practice of beating of manipulating, of propaganda, of spreading lies, even have what they call a little white lie. This is something that we cannot afford to have 
systemic within our community. So in the African culture, children are considered endowed with the spirit of the ancestors, striving to achieve godliness, and are raised to reach their highest level of humanism, mirror the village's soul and are God's property, the future of the village, the future of the community, and my heart. And subsequently, in African culture, violent attacks upon a child were considered a violent act, an attack to destroy the culture, God, my heart, ancestors, spirits, society, tribe, and individual. So we're going to continue uh, tomorrow evening uh, covering this very interesting segment of, of Dr. Africa's book regarding uh, children and the proper way of raising them without beating and hitting and spanking them. And again, I thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, I give praise and homage to the One Most High, to our ancestors, to my lovely wife and my mother, to my children, godchildren, all of my siblings, and those of you throughout the cyberspace and the social network community, family and friends, I thank you. I bid thee peace and love, shalom, assalamu alaikum, all my relations, namaste, alafia, and have a joyful and restful and, and peaceful evening until we meet again tomorrow evening. <laughs>